just three black kings giving our thoughts to society from politics sports music and whatever subject fits the need we ain't trying to make a grand we ain't trying to make a band we just want to know who's bands i'm so happy to be here blessings on blessings on bless Welcome to the Who's Man's Podcast. What up, there, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Who's Man's Is This? I'm your host, Ronald Don, a.k.a. Mr. Taylor May. In the building with me, I got my man's Conrad. What's good? What's good, beautiful people? We back. And we ready to talk. So I'm just going to hand it over to you know who. I'm not sure who he's going to be today, but go ahead and introduce yourself. Well, <laughs> well, howdy doody. This is Chad Billington coming for you on these airwaves here. Just here and happy to have another week with you guys at Who's Mains. Okay. I don't even know who that one is. Uh, hey guys, I'm trying to figure that one out. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I have no idea where that came from. I just thought of Chad and I said Chad would be nice with a Billington. Um, but what up though, y'all? Happy another week. Welcome to the podcast. You are welcome. We are back. We love you. All right, bro. All right. Like you said, welcome everyone. So <laughs> before we, you know, do a little bit of recap of what we've been up to, let's go ahead and do a little bit of housekeeping. So first off, I just want to say, you know, thank you to everyone who's been showing us love and appreciation and giving us feedback and all that. And one of the consistent things that we've been hearing is that people have been a little bit concerned about the way we chose to spell the name of the podcast. So, you know, again, we appreciate all, any and all feedback, but we hear your concerns and we're not changing it. <laughs> we like it the way it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, we feel like it's representative of the brand. This is the way we like to spell it. We know it's not grammatically correct, but just to put it real, we don't care. We still love you. We still appreciate the feedback, but we are... It's gonna be what's gonna be, <laughs> and just so we clear, let, let's let's just call it what it is. We're very intelligent, okay. So don't come for us like that. We all went to uh, an amazing college, the Michigan State University. Go um, green, and we swagged Go out, white, baby. So uh, just sit down and listen. You ain't gotta like call us out on spelling and grammar and all that stuff. Just come have fun. Chill out. Chill out. I'm talking to you, too. And you know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you. All right. <laughs> Don't add them, though. Don't add them. All right. Let's, let's talk a little bit about what we've been up to. Connor, hey, what you get into this past week or so? Uh, it was a good weekend, man. B-Shock was in town, so hey. you, know that. you know how it is. So it was good chilling with him and our boy Jared and... Um, Carly and some of his uh, co-workers as well. So we were out there, you know, hitting up the breweries and the rooftops. And because of that, um, I died on Sunday. Damn. I, resurrect- <laughs> I resurrected because of Brian. Uh, I'm be- I was beefing hard with my liver. I was hurt. Was this, na- this guy named B-Shock over here. Once he gets going, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't no turn around until you, you get home. That's gonna be on. That was a good time. Huh? Say it again. That's gonna be on my tombstone. Once it gets going, <laughs> it ain't no stopping. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it was a great weekend. It's a good time. 
So, yeah, man. I don't know, I don't know if Brian or has anything to say after that, but. Look, all I gotta say is, you know, never again. Alright, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. Conrad died. I was at the funeral. It was really nice. We were all very happy when he came back. Um, yeah, you were dead too. Bro. I, I was. I got a picture of you passed out on the couch. <laughs> I just got a word of advice for people: don't go out and, and go as hard as Conrad did because I was fine. Uh, <laughs> 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 and then try to travel for it. Yeah, Conrad. Oh, so that's how you're gonna do me. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Right. We're both we're both okay. living it up. Hopefully, right. Carly will still talk to me again one day. Uh, but <laughs> don't do that and then try to travel after it because look I was hurting on the airplane alright and then nobody cared about me so <laughs> nobody praying for you like, <laughs> just don't do it alright trust me I know okay from experience huh Ron what you do this weekend I mean, compared to y'all and y'all shenanigans, I ain't nothing. <laughs> I was just out here living a low life, chilling, get, really getting ready for this upcoming weekend. So me and my girl going out to New York City, Aww. hitting up Afro Punk Festival. It's going to be super dope. Really looking forward to that. Who might have a story or two after that one. Looking Definitely, there's going to be a lot of people there. So I think it's going to what I'm excited for is, you know, Solange, she's going to be coming hey. through. So definitely going to get to hear a seat at the table live. But that's going to be lit. SZA coming through. I'm excited to hear her new work live. I definitely been feeling that last album. Soundfa, Anderson Pac, I mean, uh, NAO, just name a few. It's going to be so many just dope artists out there that's just, you know, making waves in these streets. I'm going to get to see them live. Really looking forward to that one. That came up quick, man. Right? There's so many festivals these days. It's like every weekend you pop, you look up and see a new lineup. It's like, oh, I'll just even find time to go to all these. Right? And you got the faithful folks going to all of them. Pocket's got to be deep. <laughs> I got to make choices. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Between the hotel and the airfare and the ticket itself, you know, you got to make choices. Call? You got <laughs> regular money. I got neighborhood money. <laughs> I don't have the money they have. They out here all the time. Afro punk sauce. All right. Let's, yeah. Let's go ahead and get down to business then. So let's figure out whose man is in these streets this weekend, perpetrating. We got some crazy stuff going on, mostly within our own personal lives this week. So, B-Shock, you want to go ahead and start us off? Man, whose man is this uh, Eclipse? <laughs> Why did it come and go so quick? <laughs> like, all this preparation, and you came and went, like 30 seconds. That ain't right. But I'm sure, look, nobody was too cool to go outside and look like an idiot. Like I was president and looked straight at the sun uh, for at least a minute. Like, what is that? Uh, but I'm sure, I'm sure many of you know the the solar eclipse came and went uh, yesterday. And look, I was a hater. I was such a hater. I was telling everyone, I was like, I don't care. It's gonna get dark. Okay, it gets dark every night. Be. I don't <laughs> don't come at me with that stuff. Then my boss like bought me these glasses and I was like, why you waste your money? <laughs> and then I ain't gonna lie though, I was out there and I was just looking up and I'm like, oh my god, look at this, it's so cool. Uh I felt like a uh 
I just felt very, very happy. <laughs> you guys go outside and look up. I mean, I went outside and I had the exact opposite experience you had. So I'm usually the one who doesn't care about this type of stuff. But I was like, you know what? This is something that don't happen that often. I might not see it again. Let me get excited. I walk outside. There's like a cloud was in the sky, basically. I didn't get to see no real clips. <laughs> it was just slightly darker than normal. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I just, I just find it crazy. It was like, it was, I mean, here in Richmond, it was, I mean, you could see it if you had the glasses, but I was just in awe of how much hype of this thing, like, it felt like it was a campaign, a concert, like, every channel was just people chanting, eclipse. I'm like, man, y'all are really out here right now, just so excited for this, for two minutes, but... I guess for me, since I didn't get the full effect, like the whole, um, the whole total eclipse and darkness. So I feel like if you're, you were there in that moment, it was probably really dope. But for those who like were just like looking outside the window and it was still sunny, um, it wasn't like the same effect. But I guess I can say, tell my kids, I remember that one time I saw the eclipse in lunch break. <laughs> And your kids gonna be like, cool story, bro. Alright. <laughs> no, but I live over in St. Louis. Uh yeah, we talked about that. Near uh one of the spots where what what do they call it? It was the longest view of the eclipse or something like that, down in Carbondale, Illinois. Um, so it was crazy over here for the past few weeks with every hotel from St. Louis down to the border of Kentucky has been booked for like the past two or three years. It was so many people just out here trying to um, get a glimpse of it. Uh, you, you were driving down the street or driving down the freeway. Everybody was pulled over, which is not good because <laughs> you're not supposed to pull over. Because <laughs> you're on the freeway. freeway. <laughs> right. They're like all the, the businesses. All the employees were outside trying to look up to, uh, I read an article where, um, I forget the, the exact number, but they, they were discussing how many billions of dollars of lost productivity that the country oh, would experience yeah. because of that small window of time. Um, it was kind of crazy. It was crazy, but kind of fun. So swag you out, Eclipse. Swag you out. <laughs> Until next time, right? Hey, seven years. That's the crazy part. In seven years, it is going to cross, not the same line, but it's going to go perpendicular. Yeah, see, I told you I was smart. Uh, from <laughs> the path it took this time. So if you're free in seven years, we, we might still be talking about this. All right? Act like you heard it for the first time. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, let's go ahead and keep it straight on moving. I, I got a story for y'all I can't even tell. Now, it ain't my personal story. This is brought to us by a good friend of the podcast. I'm not going to put his name out there specifically related to this because I don't want to get back to him if she ever hears this. <laughs> if you play ball, ever catch on. <laughs> but just know you'll definitely be hearing his name in the future. He's a good friend of ours. He, he has all stuff that he's doing that he's going to be publicizing for us. So, shout out to you for helping us out with getting this story on here so you so we can go ahead and have a little talk about this. Now, this is a story that he's experienced that he told me. So I'm going to go ahead and try to tell this secondhand story. So forget. So 
let me know if you have any trouble following along. I want to make sure everybody knows exactly what's going on. So, our boy, he works in the office, like normal, nine-to-five job and everything like that. So, you got people on his team, including which there is a woman who has a two-year relationship with her boyfriend and another dude who she just a co-worker. Now, apparently, this girl in the relationship, she don't get no fucks about her boy. <laughs> like, that, that don't mean nothing. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there right now. <laughs> Because she, her and this other dude on the team, they have just been caked up, making out in front of oh. everyone multiple times in public. Like, <laughs> happy hours, right. after, after hours at the office, like, it don't matter. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, pause. <laughs> so, you said they're doing this in front of the co-workers, and the co-workers know it, she's taken. Yes. They are 100% aware that she has a boyfriend. All oh, y'all are trying to can't help but see. <laughs> <laughs> the lips, lips connecting. Uh-huh. Now, that's just the whole backline. This ain't even really what the story is. That's just some background information for you. Now, the, the real event that happens here is one day, old girl's boyfriend oh. pops up into the office. Just, you know, oh, just oh. pops up, say, hey, what's going on? <laughs> oh. Just want to say hi. <laughs> her? <laughs> that's how everyone was. <laughs> <laughs> so just imagine that reaction right out the back. I don't know if, if it was me witnessing this and I saw her boyfriend pop up, I would oh, have called everyone like, yo. <laughs> I would have got off all the time. Go like, hey, shut down the computer. This is about to be good. All right? I sent an out of office message like, I will be unavailable for the next hour because it's about to go down. <laughs> okay? Uh, so, like I said, boyfriend pops up at the office and, of mm. course, he wants a tour. So, Oh, girl, I actually gave her a little bit of creativity points for this one. Because what she decides to do is walk around, and basically she has everyone in this office believing that her boyfriend is her brother. How? Don't know how she pulled it off. Wait, Don't know what? she <laughs> Don't know how he never caught on. Everyone thought they were related or anything like that, but she pulled it off, apparently. She prayed him through this whole office, and everyone thought that they were brother and sister, including the dude that's been cheating with her. <laughs> he met this dude. Damn. Oh no! They met each other. Office dude believes that's a brother. Boyfriend believes that's just some guy at the office. Neither one of them know what's going on. Crazy. Oh, so so old dude at the office does not know that she has. He a knows about the boyfriend, but he never met him. So this is just her meeting. This is just him meeting some dude that's her brother, as far as he knows. Dog. Now. <laughs> no, the story's pretty much done. Like, that's just that's, that's just all around messiness right there. But I got a couple questions for y'all based off of this whole situation. So I want to see how y'all will react. Wait, Ron, is that the end? Like, no fists were That's all we know right now. So, right now, dude at the office, he found out later. So, during the whole interaction, they had no idea nothing was, nothing was shady. So, this is maybe even just a story in development. I'm going to keep y'all posted if I find out some more about this one. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> so of course the who's man's there is old girl like I don't know her name I ain't gonna put it out there anyways but first off if you out here behaving this shady got it out here hey let's call her Tasha from Insecure uh, why you gotta Tasha. do that to her damn <laughs> that ain't no Tasha All right. I feel that ain't no now. Tasha don't do her like that <laughs> okay <laughs> Tasha. you know we team Tasha over here you ain't gonna keep coming for her like that <laughs> Let's call her Issa. <laughs> Dang. That's fire. Let's call her Laurentia. <laughs> oh, let's call her what is it? Quantisha? What was it? Quantasia. 
也管这些。Yeah, this this lady has strategically cheated. Like she has、yeah. all planned out. It's like I think she had contingency plans in place. Like if he ever pops up on me, this is what I'm going to do. If he ever catches us at a happy hour, this is what I'm going to do. She knew she had plans for all this. <laughs> this girl ain't. Oh, she、this. eight steps ahead. Right. <laughs> this has all been planned out. Now here's my here's my question for y'all though. So say you just another dude at the office. You just like our boy. You ain't involved at all. You just have to be witnessing all this. So say old old girl brings her boyfriend up to the office. You think it's her brother. You find out the next day it's not. Now say later on that day at happy hour, you y'all all out there. Old girl's there. Boyfriend shows up at happy hour. You gonna say anything to him? <laughs> well, let's be clear. I don't mess with Quantasia no more. Like I would not be her her pal anymore. I wouldn't share my my Scooby snacks or nothing like that with her at lunchtime. Cause she evil, but I ain't gonna say nothing. Cause it ain't my business. All right. <laughs> my mom told me early. She was like, "You mind your business." Man, how do how do you even start that conversation? Hey, what's up, man? I'm Carl.、Uh, I'm just down to office, and、uh, I just want to tell you something. Like, how do you even like <laughs> come up to <laughs> like? By the way,、uh, your girl a cheater, bro. She's been lying to you the whole damn time. She over there making out. Like, how do you? You like, like, hey, Tom. You in danger, <laughs> you in danger, boy. All right, all right. I would be mad petty though the whole time at happy hour just to make her uncomfortable. Just keep looking at him like you in danger, Molly. <laughs> Stay whoa, you're not awake right now, okay? <laughs> nah, I'm gonna get real petty. I'm gonna start making it obvious. Like, oh, so wait, y'all not brother and sister? Because I thought for sure she told me her brother was coming. She ain't even mentioned how it is. Exactly. That is interesting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> This is brand new information. <laughs> so, so what about you? Oh, you're just her coworker. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, like, can I get my check? <laughs> This is interesting. Because it's about to get messy. <laughs> Man, she would hate me though.、Oh. At the end, oh yeah. <laughs> like, like, stay woke, Tom. I feel like her, his name is a Tom. He sounds like a Tom. It feels like a Tom to、yeah. be in that situation, bro. It's just so sad because my man is just going home happy as can be, like, just out here thinking he has the best girl in the world. Man, he probably be making dinner when she show up late because she been over there with uh. Uh, uh, Jason. He was like,、oh, "Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> sound like a Jason. <laughs> You're working late. Okay, I'll have dinner ready for you, babe." Oh, boy is getting all the sloppy seconds. Why she so rude、yeah. though? I wish you got to be a whole different type of savage to be putting out there in front of your coworkers, though. And the fact that everybody played well didn't play along. But thought that, that was your brother, so people probably were going、right. around like, "Oh, I see this. I see the resemblance. You guys do look alike." Yeah, and Loki, <laughs> that's messed up too. I should be looking alike. That's, that's very true. Right. <laughs> He probably has so many questions. <laughs> She probably was like, "Yo, office is your office is so weird. Why would they? Why did they keep saying that stuff?"、Right. Oh, babe, you know they they don't know no better. <laughs> Don't mind them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Man. He gonna put two and two together, and I hope we find out exactly how this resolves, because if I find out, I'm definitely letting y'all Man, I hope she burn her tongue on her food. I, I wish her the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. I don't like her. Man. Don't uh, be I'm like mad now. I'm like legit upset. How <laughs> <laughs> dare you? Brian. Young lady. Bitch, I gonna call Delisa. Uh, I'm like, hey, you got some Wait, I get off this phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she don't got no office, but I'm showing up to the house. <laughs> like, well, where are the coworkers, huh? What's going on? I'm not her brother either. <laughs> <laughs> Kissing her all inappropriately. Like, do I look like her brother, yo? <laughs> <laughs> then I work with nine people. Make sure they know. Man, I oh. oh man, that's really all I got to say about that one. Let that just be a PSA to any of y'all out here who are doing any type of messiness like that. We gonna talk about you, right? We ain't gonna sit here and just keep it to ourselves. Any anyone can get it if y'all are being that reckless. So please don't let it be you. Don't let it be your man's. If you know anyone out there being reckless like that. Pull them to the side. And I love how we get in like secondhand stories too. Like, hey, put this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Hey, I love it though. <laughs> if anything going on in your life, you want us to talk about it, tell us. We, we want to hear it all. <laughs> That's what, exactly what we're here for. Uh-huh. All right. So let's go ahead and just keep it balancing though. Let's move on to something a little bit more personal for us. Conrad, what you got? Yeah, man. Speaking of whose man's, bruh. So. Like, you know, we were hanging out this weekend with B-Shock and uh, one of our boys named Jer. And uh, so after we leave this rooftop, we're trying to go to another spot. And, uh, of course, um, the first thing you do is you look for an Uber and, or a Lyft or what, whatsoever. So there's a lot of us. So obviously you're going to order a, a Lyft <laughs> Plus or also our Uber XL. <clears throat> so... I hadn't really, like, noticed this because I didn't order it, but Jared did, and he was like, later on, this is what we were talking about, and it made so much more sense, and I was like, this dude was just out here. So, we ordered this Lyft Plus. It's registered at the Lyft Plus, and this dude pulls up in a damn charger. (laughs) So, mind you, (laughs) so, mind you, (laughs) there is six of us. Yeah, six of us. Jared and I are six foot plus. Okay, you don't have to say all so that. He goes in the front. <laughs> all right, right he tries to start. And hey, no one have known anything, Brian. Until you said something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we get it. So first of all, <laughs> we get in there, and um, it's a tight squeeze, <laughs> and. And he, he was like, yeah, it's, he said, yeah, it's, it's six people anyways. <laughs> and we, <laughs> y'all was there. <laughs> we were six people in a charger. And he told us that, oh, yeah, it's, if it's six, we good. Like, Mind weird. <laughs> weird. <laughs> Where do we fit six? <laughs> we are in their pack. Like, people are sitting on each other, like, laying across. Damn car. Like, you know when you get in a car and it gets too heavy, does a little <laughs> dip down? Yeah. Does that. So already I'm like, this dude. So <laughs> we're driving and <laughs> our friend noticed this dude has a, a solo cup full of tobacco from blunts in his cup holder. So I'm like, bro, you're running a business. You just going to put all your stuff out here right now. So on top of that, <laughs> my man was baked and he wasn't hiding it whatsoever. 
<laughs> and he was so we're riding around and he's asking our friend where he can find a g-pen and where he can buy the liquid and i'm just like bro do you like realize what you're doing and who like you're you're at work currently i understand you're on your own boss and you can do whatever you want but right now all everything you're doing is just downhill all your ratings just went to zero first of all so then we're trying to find food and usually if you're like a lyft driver or uber driver you're familiar with the area and you like right away the lift driver will like be like, Yeah, I can tell you guys some spots, you know, there's this spot up here I'm about to drop y'all off where uh you can find this, this and that. So that's what I was expecting to hear back when he when we asked that. And he's like, Oh shoot, I mean, I don't know, where we going to eat And I was like, Oh, oh wait, what? <laughs> And my friend was like, well, shit, I don't know. You're telling me you're the one driving. And the whole time, this, this Lyft driver had no clue where we're going. Um, I think <laughs> I think our friend was actually giving him directions to where we were trying to go. But the whole the whole thing was just that, to me, that caught me off guard. Is My man registered his charger as a, <laughs> a Lyft Plus. Now, I can't mind. I don't know if it's true or not, but if you got a, a Lyft Plus, you're making more money. So I can't. Blame it for the hustle, but how did he get away with that? How, how did he was he able to register a charger for a six plus like a lift plus? He can only <laughs> did, you snitch? did you die? No. <laughs> did you snitch? <laughs> That's man. it, man. <laughs> but man, that was our Uber experience or lift experience. But if you're out here being doing lift or Uber, no, know, know what you're doing first of all. Like I get it, like it's it's a actually if I have my car out here, I'll I'll try to to do it as well. But like, if you're gonna pick people up, know where you're going, know what you're doing. Because if we weren't Richmond, lo- like I wouldn't call myself a local, but if we didn't know where Richmond was, we would be lost with the <laughs> with the Lyft driver. <laughs> but <laughs> we'd be just driving around trying to find where we're going, <laughs> and he's supposed to be our guy. But he just said, "I'll get y'all there safely it's, if it's six. I like, got y'all. I got y'all. Right it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so this leads to my like, have y'all ever had some like ridiculous Uber or Lyft drivers to the point where you just were like, was that a serious ride I just took? Man, can I tell you about this one time I wanted to get out to Uber and it was like five in the morning? <laughs> Wait, say that again. <laughs> I wanted to get out of the Uber once. It is like 5 a.m. It is uh-huh. literally just pissing me off. So, First off, it's five in the morning, so I don't care who you are. You don't really want to be talking in the first place. <laughs> it really was like four, 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 four thirty, four forty-five, and pick me up. And I'm already the type of person like when I get in the car and it's just me and the Uber driver. We're not talking. I'm gonna say hi, hello. Done. I'm putting All the headphones right. in and we done. I'm not. T- <laughs> I don't do the small talk with strangers. That's just not my my personality. <laughs> so this time around. I've got to go on a, a trip for work. So they got me on this red-eye flight. I got to get up super early, call the Uber. I get in. It's about 4.40 in the morning. And this is a guy who must have been in this country for no less than a month. And that's no shade to the way he talked. Like, he, he spoke perfect English. But <laughs> you could tell. No, no. Nah, nah, but you could just tell that he loved America so much. He was sitting here trying to sell me on America like I wasn't fucking born and raised here. <laughs> he looked... We were on the highway. He's talking about, oh man, I just love America. We have so many free laws. You can say whatever you want. You don't have to be quiet. You can just do it. Like, guy, I live like, here. I do. You don't have to tell me the rules. I already bought your product. All right. 
right. I got the shirt. All right, good. All right. Do you want to see my passport, my citizenship? I believe it, dog. We the only call on the freeway. And it's just him talking. We stay out the window, which I can just get out right there. <laughs> if you go be one of these drivers, you just got to know how to read your passengers. Sometimes you get the people who want to talk to you. Sometimes you won't. Just learn how to read right. the situation and go from there. What about you, Bishak? Man, I so I don't have a. I have like uh, a story, but it's like from a cab at Michigan State. Right, I don't know if you remember this one, but we were leaving um, one of the bars at Michigan State one night, and we were all going back to campus. But some people lived on one side of the campus, some people lived on the other. So our cab driver had an attitude because he had to drive two extra minutes to go to one dorm versus the other. So we like, well, first of all, like <laughs> we paying you, all right? So you good. <laughs> Like he was our boy coming to pick us up. <laughs> exactly. Like you're doing us a favor. Uh, and if you know about Michigan State, look, the bars, one, you shouldn't be taking a cab because you can walk anywhere. You can walk to your <laughs> door. Like, they walk. Look, like, it was they walk. But he, and they charge you like per person. So they don't charge you one flat fee. So he's making more money than he would if he was in a normal city. So we get to the one dorm. No, we don't actually. We get in front of the one dorm and old dude's car just breaks down. <laughs> you just see like the <laughs> spirit. You see his whole mood just like his whole spirit just leaves his body. Like he just gets so sad. <laughs> so, can, I, can I describe what it was like when his car broke down? <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> well, so we all in the back seat, you just talking, doing the normal thing, you in the cab. And the next thing you know, like the car starts slowing down. We you about to make the turn, and they see you know, the lights cut off. <laughs> the car just comes to a complete stop in the middle of the street. And we're like, "Yo, this ain't our stop." <laughs> I know. So we such assholes in the back, like, "Hey, yo, you know we we going over there, right?" <laughs> why, hey, man, why you why you in the middle of the street, man? Uh, you like gonna drop us off in front of the building? <laughs> and then he was we like, "Attitudes immediately." <laughs> we just kept going in on him. Then he was like, "Well, well, my my car broke down," and we're like, "Oh, so we only got to pay for this, right?" <laughs> <laughs> so y'all were the other, y'all were the other people. <laughs> yeah, we were. Rude. We hopped out that cab so quick. <laughs> We was like, all right, bye. I hope you get home. <laughs> we don't even know if that guy made it home. Hey, if you listening, sir, can you just let us know you made it home that night? We were worried about you, all right? <laughs> it's eight or nine years later, but still, we were worried about you. No, but yo, here's the worst part for us. He took us further than what we were to, uh, in terms of getting back to my door. We had to walk even longer than we would have if we just left from the bar. The worst. <laughs> Hey, what's your? Do you guys have any like positive Uber Lyft taxi experiences? Wow. Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, I was about to say, well, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I mean, a majority of my Lyft, Lyft or Uber rides are are pretty positive. Like, because I'm like the opposite of Ron. Like, I like to talk. So, if the Uber or Lyft driver is, starts a conversation, I'll carry it on till. I get to my destination. <clears throat> so most of the time it's good. I don't have issues. Um, but yeah. I, I understand Ron saying though, there's times where you just aren't trying to talk and you have to do the most energy. Right. 
and he's trying to tell you everything about his life. I'm hearing about marriages and some some Lyft or Uber drivers have zero filter, like zero. <laughs> like they'll tell you everything <laughs> and anything. Exactly. Man, I know, we know whole life stories. <laughs> Man, speak. There is one time this Lyft, this Uber driver picked me up, and he was telling he was on. First of all, he I get in the car and he's on the speakerphone. Doesn't doesn't acknowledge me entering a car. So I, <laughs> just get your ass in here. Just just get in. So he's on the he's on a on the phone call with his boys, and they're talking about. Well, he's talking to his friend, asking why he's messing with this young girl. And mind you, this his friend and him are probably like in his in their fifties. And so this dude is talking about. Telling his friend why he's messing with this little teenage girl, or like he's like he's like he's like, why are you messing with these young girls? And I'm like, now I'm like interested, so I'm I'm listening because I'm like I need to figure out what's what's this dude talking about. <laughs> so the whole time he's talk t- telling me like the dude's like, no man. Okay, first of all, two black men, so I'll put it in perspective of how the conversation went. <laughs> and so dude's cussing him out. And then the other dude was just like, I don't give a damn, give me some. I'm I'm old. I need me I need me a young one. <laughs> so the whole time they're going on that. And then he fi- I don't know if he just finally realizes that he's giving someone a ride. He's like, Oh shit. But I gotta go. I got a person in the back of my car I gotta take. It. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I've been here. I've been riding for at least five minutes. Right? I wanna hear the story now. <laughs> and he's the type of Uber or Uber driver that wants you to sit in the front because I try to open the what? back. He's like, no. Nah. He that's the only time he acknowledged me. He just pointed to the front. He was like, no, nah, sit in the front. I was like, oh, that's different. And so he turned to me. He's like, yeah, don't mind that. Don't mind me. I'm not like him. You know, I don't do stuff like that. <laughs> like, hey, bro, just take me to my destination. <laughs> right, like like you a young girl. <laughs> you don't gotta explain to me what y'all do behind closed doors, man. Hey, I remember this one time we were in Dallas with uh, some friends. So we were the opposite of this weekend. We ordered a normal Uber, knowing good and well we had too many people to fit in it. So <laughs> it's five of us in this car. And my one friend who I'm not, I, like Ron said earlier, I'm not going to call out, but you'll hear about this <laughs> in future or you'll hear about her in future podcasts. She's a talker and she likes to know everything about everyone. And it don't matter if you just met or you knew her for years, she's still going to get something out of you. So this Uber driver is her and all dudes in the car. And we just trying to get to uh, brunch. Because it was a night where we treated our livers like shit, and we were trying to make up for it. So, before we know it, by the time we get to our destination, I swear we we were only in the car for like 10 or 12 minutes. But she has learned that this guy has two wives, he's dating another girl on the side... He done told her all the problems they having. <laughs> and meanwhile, all the dudes in the car just looking like, if y'all don't shut up <laughs> and get us to where we trying to go, <laughs> I would get out and walk and leave all y'all here. It was, it was the the weirdest Uber ride, but it was still cool. Because he, he didn't have to let us in because you know some Uber drivers be on that stuff. Like, oh, you have one person more. You're not giving me my car. Um, obviously not the dude from the suite. 
<laughs> no, we can fit 20. Get on in. Yeah, Take come on. Yeah. You just sit on the floor. You sit under the seat. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> Uber. under the seat. Flag out. No, nah, I think my favorite Uber was last year when we were out in Cali for that music festival. And I think it was, it had to be Saturday because it was like the second day we were out there. And we were like, okay, you know, we're, we're going to have a couple of drinks this time. So we're going to go ahead and get us something to drink this, so that way we can have a little bit of a buzz when we go into the festival. Now, of course, out of all the Uber drivers in the world for us to get, we get this nicest <laughs> old church lady. <laughs> and we all get into the, the Uber, just liquor bottles all over the place. Like, we have the tiny little <laughs> bottle stuff in every pocket. <laughs> like, don't let her hear the bottles, y'all. She's too nice for this. <laughs> She was I literally asked, like, so what church do y'all go to? Are y'all out here for the weekend? Y'all such nice kids. <laughs> like, we all, like, we all legal drinking age, nothing illegal like that, but it was just the fact that she had to be the nicest old woman. And we get in her car acting like hooligan. No, it was actually Sunday. That was, it was the second day of the festival. You're right. But, so she had just left church and had the music blasting. She was playing some good old church yes. music. Here we come. <laughs> Man, that was just so funny. I was sitting there trying not to look guilty in the back of her car. <laughs> oh, man, that was funny. Um, that was a good Uber ride. Hey, shout out to all those Uber live drive drivers that go all out with the lights and the video. I, I don't know how some of them get video games in their car, but yeah, that's, shout a, out to them. that's probably the best way to entertain a bunch of people and especially a bunch of drunk people. <laughs> uh-huh. And that's a shout out to <laughs> Right, <laughs> and shout out to all the Uber Special drivers shot. who hand over the aux cord. You are the real. Champion. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> My the, friends love when I get. And the ones that, no matter what you play, they start riding hey. with you. Oh, one more quick thing about the worst Uber driver I ever had. I, this is actually one of the only one star reviews I ever gave. This I got in the car with this woman. And it was just me and her, and she hands me the aux cord. I play Kanye West, and she had the audacity to ask me, "Who is this?" <laughs> I got so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did that right, right there. You did not give her a one star because of that. Did you? I swear, if I, you are I petty. promise you, I did. You are petty. You would not disrespect Kanye you. in your car while I'm in it. Did you tell her to pull over? Pull over, young lady. <laughs> How dare you? Let me You're out. Disgusting. Let me out. And that probably is the same lady who cheated on her boyfriend with Jason. I bet you it was. She sound like somebody that I don't know. <laughs> yep. Definitely gotta be. Uh, so I think that go ahead and wraps up the Hughes Man section of the podcast today. Like like we said, there's a lot of stuff going on out here. We're not just going to talk about the pop culture stuff. We're also going to bring y'all what's going on in our lives. And if you want us to, we can talk about what's going on in your life. So let's go ahead and keep moving into a little bit more positive and upbeat section of the podcast. So that's when we can do our drinks to that where we talk about some things that we want to celebrate going on. And I'm going to go ahead and start us off and just say one time drinks in the air for the Cap- Cleveland Cavaliers of the NBA for that amazing trade they just managed to pull off. <laughs> you guys hear about this? That was a heist, bro. That was a heist right in front of everyone's face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for anyone who hasn't heard the news yet, but I mean, we recorded on Tuesday when it got announced and it's coming out on Thursday. But for anyone who's not in the loop, the Boston Celtics acquired Kyrie Irving from the Cavs, and in return, the Cavs got Isaiah Thomas, their star point guard, forward Jay Crowder, center Ante Zizik, I don't even know this guy, and then Brooklyn's 2018 unprotected first-round pick. 
all of that just in return for Kyrie. Which I mean, Kyrie is amazing. No disrespect to him, but come on, all now. that for this, you know, for this motherfucker. Every. <laughs> Uh, like, shout out to the finessers in the Cleveland Cavaliers office who make that sound like a good trade for them. Hey, but how do you think Melo feel right now? Right? Oh, he <laughs> he's <hurt>. trapped. He's <laughs> trapped, man. He's looking at all these trades like, yo, what about me? <laughs> you know that Kirby meme him staring out the window with the rain on it? That's Melo tonight. <laughs> he was waiting for that call. Nope. <laughs> <Hey>. Yep. <laughs> he's taking his phone like, is it charged? Uh, I got reception. <laughs> It's got to be any Lala, you've been messing with my phone. <laughs> and then Lala ain't there. Oh, but that's another story. He <laughs> just talking to himself. Brian, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't oh, shit, bro. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how this all plays out, that remains to be seen. It may take the cl- give the Cavaliers what they need to finish off the championship, or it may not be enough. I'm not going to do any speculating right now, but I was just happy to see uh, Kyrie get up out of there because after all those stories, I did not want to see them playing together again. That just would have been weird. So, shout out to the Cavs on that one. Hope everyone comes out happy with that decision, which is going to be hard to see on the Boston side. But, let's see. If Boston comes out and beats them, though, I'm kind of rooting for them. They do play the home opener against each other, which I think is going to be in October, mid-October. So we'll see how that goes. I'm definitely gonna be tuning into that one. I usually don't even care too much about uh, looking at I mean, beginning of the season. Kyrie and uh, what is it, Hayward? Yep, I think so. Jazz. So I mean, that could be a nice duo. Yep, it's gonna be on October seventeenth, ten seventeen. So, so I'm definitely checking that out. <laughs> oh man. Oh well. Anything else going on? Y'all want to drink to? Hey, I want to drink to Queen Beyonce. A side note. Beehive. See, I do like her. Okay, I'm drinking to her. <laughs> Stop being rude to me. Okay, I do like her. All right, God. But Beyonce, be shocked. Specifically, her Instagram. Uh, I ain't gonna go no further because it'll get disrespectful. My girlfriend listened to this, but God bless you, Beyonce, for blessing us on that Instagram post that you just put up. <laughs> Um, which makes me think, like, what if I made all my Instagram posts like that? Like, I only got, like, three followers to her, like, 90 million, but <laughs> every time I change my outfit, I just gotta, like, do a full-out music video to it? Nah, I ain't gonna do that. Okay. Uh, nah, I don't think you should right. do that, right? Yeah, yeah no. Nah, all right. I'm going to try it one time, though. Uh, Matt. <laughs> We're going to keep you behind you with you every time. We tell you that. Yeah, you just see me all white for no reason on a Tuesday. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, Brian, settle, settle down. What are you doing? Where are you going? Uh, my other drink, too, is the fight. I'm not even drinking to this. I'm kind of shitting on it a little bit. But the fight of the century this weekend with Floyd and uh, Connor. Um, I feel like every damn fight that Floyd Mayweather has is the fight of the century. I don't know how many centuries he's been, he been fighting, but I've yet to see one that is the fight of the century. Um, but swag you guys out. I know a lot of people are in Vegas or headed to Vegas right now and losing all their money. My God, like, why <laughs> would you even do it? It's going to be on TV and somebody's going to bootleg it. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> so with all that positive stuff said, <laughs> are you guys watching the fight? And if so, 
we're at. Yes, sir. And can you FaceTime um, it to Possibly. All right. Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> just say like, yeah. Okay. I really thought about that one. <laughs> How much am I fucking with you after last week? Slimy. Where are you watching it at? Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Um, Actually, one of Jared's uh, boys he uh, linked me with. So, we got a nice little setup with like this huge ass projector. Like, I don't remember. I'm probably exaggerating, but it's, it's like a whole entire wall. And we got a surround sound. <laughs> yeah, you exaggerate. Whole ass wall. It's the whole, it's whole side of a wall. building. Literally. <laughs> Find the biggest wall in your room. <laughs> that's the that's my TV this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. Uh, I'm not gonna get a chance to watch it because I'm gonna be uh, out at the, at the oh, festival. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure by the time we get done there, that's gonna be wrapped up. But I definitely will be all up in the timeline to see this knockout come real quick because I'm expecting to like to wrap that up within the time. I don't want. Set. I don't want that, man. I really don't want that. I'm not paying ten bucks to see a knockout in the first round. I want to see a fight, man. If I was paying money, I would want it, but. I'm not, so... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not, so... <laughs> That's between you and your $10. And <laughs> you gotta make better decisions, alright? <laughs> hey, who do you guys got in the fight? I got Floyd. I think Floyd is the better fighter. I'm not a fan of Floyd Mayweather. The person or the boxer, but uh, in this scenario, I'm gonna just go ahead and go with him. Who you guys got? Yeah, I got Floyd, but I ain't sleeping on uh, Connor, man. I gotta respect the guy. So all I can say is, if he connects one time, it might, it might surprise uh, Mayweather. Hmm? I got Floyd, and I'm paying no respects to McGregor. I think it's gonna be a straight up grade A ass whooping. And hopefully it's over within the first two rounds. <laughs> <laughs> that has been said. <laughs> For you guys listening, if you want to donate um, a dollar to Conrad so he can get his money back after this knockout, <laughs> we appreciate it. And we thank you. All right? Uh, you just right. make that out to me. All right? <laughs> He'll get it one day. I'll get it to him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, now let's go ahead and move into the closing section. Now, for those of you who just joined us, the closing section is where we go ahead and go through our thoughts and really just whatever happens to be on our mind. So, you know, most recently we talked about what's going on in Charlottesville. In the past, we just talked about random things that people have either brought up to us or we've been thinking about. And today we're going to keep doing some more of the same. So, if you're interested in talking to us about or having us talk about anything, you can hit us up on any of our social media platforms. So we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, uh, we're on iTunes, and you can't message us there, but you can always text us, you can email us. Our, our podcast email is whosemanspodcast at gmail.com. And really, that's that's the ad name for everything. Just whosemanspodcast. Get at us. I like how you said that. Whosemanspodcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't get it. I'm done. All right. I can't do the promo with y'all interrupting me. Right, uh, so yeah, if you got if you got anything you want to talk about or want to share some thoughts on anything we've talked about, 
If you got a theories for how any of these situations that we've talked about going in, let us know. We want to hear it all. Now, for this week, we're going to go ahead and start off with a topic that a friend of ours brought up to us. And so I'm just going to go ahead and read what he wrote, and then I'm going to pass it off to y'all. We can kind of share our thoughts and go from there. So his question, or really like his topic is, when did you feel like you made it past the struggle, or do you feel like you're still struggling? So, I mean, I'm going to leave it open to interpretation. You can take that as big or as little of a struggle as you want. You know, what y'all thinking about it? Be sure what you got. Um, you know, it's uh, being from Detroit, being from the east side of Detroit. Detroit? Um, hey, hey. While I feel like I've personally made it out of the struggle, I still know that my family is still there and, um, you know, going through things. And so I don't, while I know I'm, I'm not struggling right now per se, I'm still with my family. So I feel like I'm still in it. Um, and that, I think that right there in itself is hard to deal with because, you know, you want, you want everybody to experience, you know, nice stuff or go do nice things. Not just, hey, look, don't feel bad for my family. All right. We swagged out. All right. We do nice stuff, but <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like being a single man, uh, no, uh, well, I'm not a single man. Wait, wait, I meant like not married. <laughs> oh, I'm about to get in trouble there. Hey, we man. Can't, we can't oh, man. man, but no, I mean like not being married with no kids, uh, living by myself. I'm able to do things that some of my relatives are not able to do, and I realize that. And it while it feels good. I always think like, oh man, I wish that I could experience this with my family or I wish I could experience this with my friends and um, they may not be there. Um, it, it feels good to be able to go out and do what I want to. I mean, I'm not out here Jay-Z in it or nothing like that, but I can still go get me some chicken fried rice when I want it because I want it. <laughs> Don't have to feel guilty about it. Um, treat yourself. <laughs> hey, I treat 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 yourself. Um, but yeah, like I, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm not struggling. I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. I feel good. All my bills are paid. Um, you know, I, I'm clean. You know, because I'm swagged out. Uh, okay. But I don't know if I could define it as I'm out of the struggle because I want more. I want to do more. I want to experience more, and I especially want to experience those things with the people I love. So, what about you guys, Conrad? Rock. Yeah, I think I agree with you on that point. <clears throat> um, yeah, I wouldn't say necessarily um struggling because I mean I guess also that can go into a further and deeper breakdown of what you consider as struggling, but. For me personally, <clears throat> um, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my life right now. And as far as there's things that I want to do that I wouldn't say it's a struggle, but obstacles to get to where I want to get. And those are just things that drive me to get to where I want to be. So I wouldn't say I'm struggling to get there. I'm just trying to find the right path to avoid or hop over those obstacles that I want to because <clears throat> I still have a lot in my life that I want to do, whether it's um, as far as like finances and um, education and just 
life in general. <clears throat> but uh, I also like give thanks to like God for giving me parents who have gone through the struggle so that I don't have to go through the same struggle as they are or have been um, going through. And that's just a blessing. And, you know, like, a lot of people don't have that. And I've had friends who have, at my age, have been through stuff that I can't even imagine going through before even getting to how old I am at, in high school, in elementary. And so <clears throat> I always think about them. I think that I'm struggling. <clears throat> so... Yeah, so I guess that's like I said, it depends on what you think um, struggling is. But at the same time, also, like, if you are struggling, it always, like, defines how you handle your struggles. Because if you want to talk about struggling as a black man or, you know, that's a different topic and how we interact in the world as black men and the struggles we have to, you know, face and all this stuff, then that's a completely different struggle. But like I said, it all, you only <clears throat> what really comes to it is how you like overcome that struggle. Or at the end of the day, if you have, you know, you might not have the people to support you, but your willpower as well, or you know, friend, or um, just having those like that drive to be overcome that struggle um, determines where you'll be at. So yeah, I guess to me, I'm not. I'm not going to say that I'm struggling, but I have challenges that I want to overcome, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> that makes plenty of sense. Yeah. I think for me, I don't, when I think about the word struggle, like how you mentioned, there's very different ways you can define that struggle. And when I think about things I personally have struggled with, I feel like there are plenty of them that I've gotten past and that struggle is over. But then there's also the ones that, you know, that I'm still going through and that will continue to be challenges in my life. So, you know, the biggest and most literal challenge, I think, in struggle has been just growing up. You know, my family didn't live in the best conditions. We weren't always in the best neighborhoods. Didn't have, you know, enough food or beds or stuff to go around. So we had to just make do with what we had. And over time, our living situations kept getting better and better. But, you know, we still have plenty of people within our family who are aspiring to continue to move out of it. But when I graduated from state and I was able to you know, secure my first job and like a big office, you know, get a nice size salary and all that. That's when I felt like I had made it through like the financial struggle. Uh, when I finally wasn't, you know, counting living paycheck to paycheck, felt like I had money I could put away in savings. And I didn't, I was able to actually like, you know, lend out money to family or someone who's in need. I didn't feel like I have to save every single dollar to make it to my next meal. That's when I felt like that was over. And that felt like a huge, just, you know, weight off my shoulders that allowed me to continue to move into the next part of life because up until that point, you know, it really felt like, you know, that's really the main growing up. That was the main fear. Are we ever going to get past this? So that's, that was definitely a big hurdle to get over. And then when I think about a little more personal struggles, like just think about who I am as a person. I mean, I've had issues in the past about dealing with anxiety and confidence on all those things that most people go through, you know, trying to make it through high school and college. And even to this day, the struggle continues. Like it surprises me that even as old as we are, we're still learning things about ourselves. You still like really diagnosing issues that you have for a while. And for somehow you just had those moment of clarity. It's like we're only in our twenties, thirties, and we still got so much we got to learn about ourselves. It's crazy to think about right. that. You think that you got it all figured out by now. And then one day you wake up, I ain't got nothing to figured out. <laughs> Let me start from scratch. <laughs> yeah. That's so that struggle is ongoing. I mean, I'm, I've made it through certain stages of it, but I feel like it's never going to be done. I'm going to be a 70, 80 year old man 
realizing why I've done something for 70, 80 years just now figuring that it out. So <laughs> Looking back on how stupid I've been. <laughs> so real. God. But hey, at the end of the day, at least you figured it out. I mean, hopefully. <laughs> like people, I used to always joke, and some people always say, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm saying, "Let's figure it out together," or something like that. But <laughs> it's some truth in that. Everyone, every time you figure, what is wrong with you? It's, we need to help me figure it out. It's so real, though. like I like I'm so thankful for like my family and friends because <laughs> look. Look, I'm silly, but look, it ain't all there. We all know something loose up in my head, you know? <laughs> it's a little weird. <laughs> but oh, I'm thankful to have people in my life who kind of, who love, well, not kind of, but loves me and accepts me and is willing to, like, go through the journey with me instead of just saying, like, that motherfucker crazy. I'm going to just stay away from him. <laughs> like, and I think that's a blessing in itself because I couldn't imagine going through um, struggles, if you will, without those people by my side. And that that that's so real when you said that. And it's, I feel good like knowing that now. I don't think I always knew that. Even though I always had it, I don't think I always realized that when I was younger. That's a good question. Definitely, yes. And you mentioned in that part about you not, not realizing it when you were younger, it, really just hits home to how our parents used to say, we just don't understand back in the day. Like, you'll understand when you're older. Mm-hmm. I used to think that was just something they said because they didn't feel like talking to them about it. But it's like, you really can't put this yeah, into words. You really, <laughs> you really just got to go through it. <laughs> we can talk about it because we're all going through it and we've got some time under our belt. But, like, if you try to talk to a 12-year-old about this, they're going to be like, what are you talking about? Exactly. Dog? Like, you old. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and that's the worst part too when you finally realize that and you have to tell your folks like oh, I finally get what you were talking about and they can't wait to be like I told you I knew it was going to happen and they're just like alright okay relax <laughs> like, I'm right. just letting you know I understand it now <laughs> and you know what it really does for me is help me give my parents just like way more understanding about how, how like you know growing up I didn't always agree with the decisions they had but just looking back on it like I'm older than my dad was when he had me, so I couldn't imagine trying to raise me at his age. So I can definitely understand how hard it is trying to raise yourself and a kid, right. no matter what age you are, really. I'm about to tell my mom I love her. Do it. <laughs> Don't even wait till we finish. Go ahead and type that up. I love you, mama. You're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love you. <laughs> Anything else? All right. I think... Yeah, you want to throw it on that? All right, Dan, we can go ahead and keep moving to the next part. So this is a two-part question you have for us. So the second part of it was he started to ask us a little bit about corporate America and what are some of the struggles we faced or have seen others face, you know, as a generational challenge or even, you know, just think about being, you know, our our background as far as socioeconomic, racial, you know, all that type of stuff. And then just talk about how you've overcome those challenges or how have you seen others overcome them and any advice you have for those out there. So, B-Shock, you said you had something like to put on this one. Go ahead and kick us off. Yeah, I mean, look, I've worked in, God, I feel old. <laughs> I've worked in corporate America for quite some time now. Um, and it is something. <laughs> it's really different. <laughs> I mean, I, I've said this at work, and I feel comfortable saying it at work at this point. Well, kind of going back to what we talked about earlier, I have definitely grown. In my job, and I can tell that I'm a lot more mature 
than what I was before because I wasn't as confident in myself from when I first started to where I am now. And I feel confident speaking up more now. I feel confident sharing my my opinion more now. And to that point, I've shared this at work many times to give them like feedback when they ask for it. But uh, one thing I always struggle with with working in corporate America is the fact that I I can't or I don't bring my full self to work. I feel like I have to put on this hat and while I'm there, I am this employee and that's it. And then as soon as as soon as I'm done working, as soon as I shut it, shut it down, then I'm back to being myself. And I still deal with that. I don't know if you guys deal with it, but I still deal with that every single day. And while um, there's many benefits to like be obviously being your full self and bringing your own flavor and your drive and your examples to work, you still are met with resistance because you're working for a company that doesn't care about you. You know, <laughs> like they just care about. What you can ask the yeah. bottom line. Um, they don't really care what you did last night. Let's be honest. They don't care about <laughs> who's your favorite musician, Michael Jackson. Uh, they don't care about that stuff. And <laughs> I struggle with it sometimes. I struggle with it daily, let's be honest. Um, but I feel like I've learned in some small way or I'm learning to deal with it more productively, I would say. How about you guys? Well, I think going off of what you just mentioned about, you know, being your whole self to work, that's definitely something I struggle with all throughout internships in college. And then especially when I first took my job after college, basically I was a blank slate and I went in there and be, it became who the company wanted me to be in order to make sure I could succeed. And it was all fine for a few months. I was able to bring that energy and bring the charm and all that. But after a while, it just became so draining to wake up in the morning and have to be someone else. Just, just to get through the work day, which, you know, had its own effects on it. But eventually I just had to realize there's a difference between hiding parts of who you are and then changing who you are in order to fit in that work, which is the, the difference that I've been making. The change that I've been making has made a big difference for me. So in the beginning, I might have been changing my personality to fit in. But at this point, I'm done doing that. I may hide certain parts of my personality because let's face it. I mean, everything about me is not work appropriate. So it only makes sense that I don't take all that into work. But what I do take in is still me who I, and who I am. I still make, I still feel like these days that I'm still Ron when I walk into the workplace. I don't have to become someone else just so I don't get fired or, or look bad in front of other people. I think that's helped out a lot for me. <clears throat> I don't know. For me, I, I've never worked in corporate America, so I can't really <clears throat> say much about on that side. Other than I know it's doggy dog out there. So props to you two and all that are in that. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> career field and stuff, but I guess for me on the hospital side, uh, primarily working in a lab. I mean, I feel to me, I'm I I am who I am. And I bring myself. I don't hide who I am when I'm at work, and I haven't seen anything negative about it and um, for who I am at work. <clears throat> but I've witnessed a lot of like microaggressions towards other coworkers and. Um, so like in my field, I would say it's a pretty, at least predominantly 
I used to start off, it was just all first white males, old white males who were uh, in the labs. And now it's um, shifting towards, you know, have it's still an older generation, but there's a, at least in my lab, there's a lot of fem- uh, women in um, the lab compared to males. And so it's always, it was always interesting and awkward to see um, like young males trying to interact with like the older um, women. Because it just didn't gel. It's two different um, versus two different uh, generations. So like that was where you'd see a lot of conflict, or and also in the lab, it's a it's a huge it's a, it's very diverse as far as where people come from. You can have people from Asia, you know, people from Africa, Europe, all in one area. So it was a lot of like those cultural uh, barriers that came into effect in the lab. So I guess for me, those are the things I witnessed. I didn't necessarily have a strong, I have a a downside for me personally. And I'm knocking on wood that I don't have to experience that yet as far as like not being myself in a workplace. And I know it's really hard to say that. Um, it's easy to say, but hard to do to say, especially if you're relying on that income to be like, well, if you don't feel comfortable at your workplace, you should leave that place. But in today's society, it's hard to find another job right off the bat. So sometimes you have to deal with it until you find your next step or better opportunity but i guess for me i would lean to giving advice to people that are in my career field that you're going to meet people that are one older than you and aren't used to change and not because they don't want to but just the fact that they grew up in a time and era where they're used to one thing i mean you hear from your grandparents and your parents like you know i used to get up do this do that do that strategically you know um, and so when you introduce something new, especially with our generation where we're trying to find quicker, better, you know, ways to do things, it's not going to gel with everyone and just finding a balance between who you are as a person and who they are as a person and also having to realize who they are as far as what they are expecting or may not be expecting. Cause sometimes they don't know what to expect and they're just nervous or scared or don't know what to say to you. and. So for me, it's just being, again, I always say this open, open minded because that's just how it's simple. I mean, but as far as, yeah, corporate world, yeah. I mean, but much to say about that. (laughs) And I will say that I do wish that, I do wish that, um, and I am, okay, happy that Ron, that you have finally like realized like, yo, like I'm going to be who I am. Like, yes, I'll be work appropriate, but I'm still going to be wrong. I'm not going to switch up and like, you know, do that. And it's good to find that um, niche. And I hope, Brian, you find that niche, too, eventually, where you're at work and you want to be yourself because I think you're a funny you anyway. So I don't know, like, <laughs> you're a professional person and you can still be you at the same time. So I guess it takes time and people don't feel rushed to, this is just in general to everyone, like, don't be rushed to, like, please people. Like, find, find the inner self in you first before you start, like, trying to please and but then again, I'm saying this and I don't know what the corporate world is, but this is just me in general in life. But yeah, I'm going to stop talking. No, it's real though. <laughs> you don't have to stop. <laughs> but it is, it is real. Like, uh, I, I, I've spoken to Ron about this and I, he was, he's given me that same advice and I admire that. Um, and I know people who work close to me who are, uh, 
or at least share with me that they're comfortable going to work and being them, their full self. And they've been very successful doing that. Um, there is the other side though, where you walk in and not to, I, look, I, I don't always want to bring you back to race, but look, I'm black. All right. All right. So we all get that, right? So when you walk in the doors <laughs> and you are that, they are, you already coming with some type of baggage, if you will, or some type of, uh, not baggage, but people are thinking of you in one way when you arrive. And I've always, and for some reason, I've always felt like I had to, I had to work against that. You always hear the thing where, hey, you have to work twice as hard to get as far as some of your peers. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. Like, I know I work just, I know I work, I know I work as hard as my peers, but I know there are times where I have to do just as much to be looked at in the same light as them. Um, and that is very frustrating. And I think that's why a lot of people, I think that's why this, this new generation, you know, not my generation, but I, I think that's why they, um, a lot of them are trying to avoid the corporate workplace and trying to go into entrepreneurship and doing their own things. And I admire all of those things. Um, at this point, I think one thing that I've, one goal that I've made for myself is to try to be there for those people, try to be there for those younger people who may not know what the corporate world looks like, may not know what they're going to experience, but try to give them some examples like not let them go in totally blind. Let them know what they can expect. Um, because, uh, oh man, I'm, I can't believe I'm about to quote Jay-Z, but, <laughs> and I might quote it wrong, Ron, do it, but is it a Jay-Z it. line or is it a Marvin the <laughs> King line? But I, I walk or I crawl so you can walk. Is that it? Is that Jay-Z? I don't know what that is. <laughs> but I heard this quote before that, hey, someone, or maybe it was just like an Instagram thing. Someone crawled so that you could walk. Someone walked so that you can run. Someone ran oh, so you could fly. You're talking about Martin, uh, so what was the sat so Martin could walk? Martin walked so Obama could run. Obama ran so you could fly? Yeah. And it all comes back to Obama. no but i think that's real i think some people have to go through the struggle they have and look they these people pay me a lot of money and i'm not trying to lose this job and i'm not trying to say anything bad about them but look they know what their opportunities are and i've called them out before but i understand at some point some of the stuff that i've experienced some of the stuff that i've gone through some of the stuff i go through every day I'm doing it for a greater cause. And if that greater cause is to help a young black Brian who's coming up uh, do better, then I feel like it's a job well done. Great. It's frustrating, but it's a job well done. Great. All right. Y'all got anything else y'all want to throw on that? <laughs> All I can say is if you guys listening have stories or relate to this questions, you know what to do. Yeah, I'd say I'm especially interested in hearing like anyone like Conrad who isn't necessarily in the corporate world. You know, I'd love to hear some other type of environments for the other workplaces. You know, what you go through, 
you know, even if you just flipping <laughs> fries at flipping uh, burgers at McDonald's, what you going through? <laughs> we know it's real there too. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> All right. So once again, if you want to get at us, we are on iTunes, SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We out here. So you got to get to our inboxes, our DMs, whatever. Just at Who's Man's Podcast on everything. W H O. <laughs> M-A-N-S podcast. <laughs> Y'all gonna leave me alone with my, my enunciation. <laughs> Who's man's podcast? Alright, let me live. Uh, go ahead until we get you that Conrad. Before I say this, on a serious note, send your prayers or um, whatever faith you believe in. Um, prayers, um, if you can, donation to the victims of Sierra Leone. Um, there are, as you guys, I know there's been a lot going on in our nation and as far as news, but don't forget about the rest of the world that's also struggling. But there was a huge mudslide there and like more than 3,000 people lost their homes last week. Um, it's tally is like around 500 people killed and like 600 are still missing. And so just... Keep those people in your thoughts. Um, don't forget about the rest of the world. I know we live in a nation where the media um, only portrays things they want you to see, but check in on the rest of the world. So keep your uh, thoughts and prayers on um, Sierra Leone um, and their people. After that, you can go ahead and at me at that fella underscore Connie. Um, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Big C twenty two. And that's about it. Y'all can't see me on Facebook. That's that's different. Don't come at me. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what about you, B-Shock? Tell them where to get at you. Don't at me, all right? Just don't do it. Because <laughs> you're not about that life, and I am. Nah, but for real, I love y'all. And uh, <laughs> thank you for listening another week. And I hope you come back next week. And... um I hope you get some fried chicken, okay? Because if you really think about it, fried chicken will make this world, this country, unless you vegan or vegetarian. But I hear they got, like, vegetarian options with fried chicken. I don't know if this is good, but that's up to you and your God. So I think <laughs> that if every person could get some fried chicken with some Frank's, Franklin Red Hot Sauce, you would be a better Ooh, person, wee. okay? I'm like, so do say that, that today. That. <laughs> don't wait till tomorrow. Do that today. God bless you. Right. Hey, don't forget to leave reviews. Thanks to all that's been uh, leaving the reviews on iTunes and rating us. Um, we need more, though. You know, we're trying to be out here, so keep them coming. Keep them coming. Oh, yeah, much appreciate. I didn't even know we were getting love on the reviews. So definitely I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I love y'all. I care. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Look, we all cover different bases. I'll, I'll be checking inboxes and all that. <laughs> I care. Uh, all right. You know who to get at me? I mean, pretty much the best places to find me is on Twitter at TaylorMadeLife. I'm in those streets pretty much every day. So that's the best spot for me. Once again, Who's Man Podcast? Hit us up on a format. We love y'all. Appreciate y'all for listening. Who's love. Man's Podcast? Who's Man's? Remember that. <gasps> <laughs> oh, wait, wait till I catch you slipping. <laughs> 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 <laughs>